One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Yes, a lot of messages coming in to us about different circumstances changing, different situations for people. Well, Fiona Conroy is on the line now from Navin Citizens Information. How are you doing, Fiona? Not so bad. Thanks for having us. Not at all. Now, the last time that you were here, we didn't get to the large number of calls regarding maintenance payments. There was a lot of um, fathers who had found themselves, you know, unemployed, unable to pay maintenance. What happens in a situation where, you know, an ex-partner can no longer afford to pay maintenance? So where the person can't afford to pay due to a loss of income, then what they should be doing is contacting the ex-partner and explaining the situation. See if you can afford to make any contribution at all towards the maintenance to kind of keep going. And to keep a note of all communications made to the ex and ex-partner, okay, like text messages mm-hmm. and things like that or email. And then apply for an order to vary the maintenance as soon as the courts reopen. Now, just to be aware that any arrears of maintenance payments will still remain outstanding, but um, it's just always best to, to make an effort to pay at least something. Okay, that's what in your so you're, yeah you're you're looking that you're so it's looking better for the court that you're paying and you're contributing whatever yeah. you can actually afford. Yeah, exactly. You're not just kind of avoiding it, you know. Absolutely. And another one kind of tying into that, there's a lot of fathers reaching out to me and one here today as well. Uh, they're saying that they've been denied access to their children. Um, this is kind of down to the anxiety and fear around COVID-19 and social distancing. So what right does the father have in this situation? Like if the if the dad is only taking them, say, every second weekend or whatever it might be, you know, does that rule still apply in the, this pandemic with social distancing and everything else? Well, I have got um, guidelines here, okay, and they are from the Department of Justice and Equality and they were issued by Charlie Flanagan, okay. So a number of points here and it just says that court orders in relation to access remain in place and should be complied with to the greatest degree possible in the circumstances and that children are allowed to move between parents' homes for access um, and that they're just saying that COVID-19 cannot be used as, as an excuse to ignore okay. a court order. Parents are advised to have a copy of the order with them when travelling for access. If there is no court order in place and an arrangement has been made working between parents, this should continue, you know, unless exceptional circumstances. So maybe one was diagnosed or has been in contact with somebody who was diagnosed, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it's also important that um, the best outcome for the child is for the parents to contact each other to set out their concerns and suggest ideas for practical solutions that can be put in place. Um. 
you know, the health concerns of parents and their children and the extended family need to be considered when they're sorting out the arrangements. Even if there is a court order in place, parents can come to their own arrangements for any additional or alternative remote contact, so such as telephone calls or mm-hmm. Skype, FaceTime, WhatsApp, to allow children to have extensive contact with the other parent. And parents should make a note of this temporary agreement by text or email. These current restrictions mean that the detail of every access order may not be fully implementable. But the responsibility and expectation of parents is to make every effort to allow children to continue to have access to the other parent in a safe, alternative way. The health and safety of children and family members, especially the elderly grandparents and those with an underlying medical condition, must be a priority. And if one parent is living with his or her parents, every effort should be made to ensure that the grandparents are not put at risk. Access with parents working in frontline services should continue as normal, except in exceptional circumstances, and these parents will have been have received advice from their place of work in relation to contact with their families. And this advice should be shared with the other parent and respected by all. So that's the information we have on okay. access. Yeah, that's 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 quite comprehensive there as well. So, you know, if if the arrangement is already there, keep that going, you know, and 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 keep a written uh, evidence of everything as well, which is important too. Um yeah. I suppose we should mention as well that the department's offices are going to be closed from 1 today, Fiona, isn't that right? Yes, we have notification here that the welfare offices will be closed from 1 o'clock today, okay, and will reopen on Wednesday, the 15th of April at 10 o'clock. And we've also got information here that the post offices are open on Good Friday to 1 o'clock, but they'll be closed on Saturday and on the following Monday, just after Easter. Okay. Okay, that's 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 good to know and keep in mind. Now, talking about the post office because the post office have uh, a lot of different services in place for the older members of society who are cocooning. Can you outline those for us? Yes, family members of an older or vulnerable person currently cocooning will now be able to request a specific on-post check-in by the local post operative. Family members can register for free on the request to check-in service by completing the post address. Uh, and air code of the customer on their website. So their website is onpost.com forward slash community dash support and onpost will assign the request specifically to the delivery route the person lives on. They're also, um, they've also launched onpost newspaper delivery service which will provide same day delivery to households nationwide Monday to Friday. To order the newspaper, you can go online through onpost.com or by contacting your chosen national or local newspaper directly by phone. And deliveries are made free of charge by Onpost for older and vulnerable customers currently cocooning. That's uh, yeah, it's great. It's a great service, absolutely brilliant. Um, there's another one here just coming in for you, uh, Fiona. I don't know if you, if I'm putting you on the spot now with this one, but just to to, to outline, um, there's uh, somebody here who's on a disability allowance. Uh, they received the fuel allowance. Um, they heard last week that the fuel allowance is given for another four weeks. Yet I was cut off and didn't get any this week. Is this and can there, can there be anything done there, or do you know of anything in related to fuel allowance? Yes, there are specific payment dates, and I suppose if he was getting it weekly, then the dates would be should have been, you know, he would have been informed of that. But what I would say to that person would be to give us an email, and we can double check it for them. Okay, and just remind us what's your email address again? So our email here in Evan is navin at citinfo.ie, c i t i n f o dot i e. 
Perfect, perfect. Okay, so in terms of wage subsidiary, there's a lot uh, going on with that, uh, a lot of confusion over that. Can you outline what you've discovered now about uh, this wage subsidiary scheme that was introduced during the the midst of COVID-19? Yeah, so because it was set up an emergency, um, it was kind of like a a blanket sort of a, a scheme for employers to implement to help them keep employees on their books, essentially. Mm. Uh, now, we've obviously got a few phone calls here where some people are nearly at a disadvantage because they're, some people are coming at 96 euros, some people are coming at 220 euros. And we have been informed that the minister has been informed of this anomaly and he's currently looking at it to see if there's anything else that can be put in place. OK, so that's that's good to know that, that it's an ongoing thing, essentially, is it? Well, they're looking at it now. Yeah. You know, I suppose it was um, put there at an emergency so at the time, they probably wouldn't have been aware that some people would be at a disadvantage. Mm, OK, OK. So, so they are aware now. OK, that's that's good news anyway. Um, just another quick one on the separation issue with parents. Does it matter in terms of distance? He's uh, saying here, travelling 130 miles to pick up a child and leave back. Does that matter? Well, I mean, if those arrangements were put in place, mm. or if you were, you know what I mean, if you're already going by those... Um, then you should continue to go by that once you've got your letter. But there are suggestions of alternatives, such as FaceTime, yeah. video calls and things like that. So I suppose as long as, you know, they, both parents agree and the children aren't too badly affected, you then, know, that should be okay, you know? But it is crucial as well that you have a letter to, you know, because if you're travelling yeah. and, some, and somebody stops you, the authorities stop you, that you have that reason as well with you. Exactly. Um, now, Tusla, just very quickly, just to sum up, Tusla, the Child Protection Service, they've been responding to concerns again as well regarding the welfare of children do- during COVID-19. Are there any changes to their services, Fiona? They're focusing on three main areas, and that's child protection and welfare. Um, so Tusla is continuing to accept and respond to all referrals of reasonable grounds for child protection or welfare concern. And to make a referral, if you have a concern, you can use the secure portal on the Tusla website or call Tusla on their dedicated point of contact number, which is 046-90-98560. Um, they're also looking at the support to children in care and aftercare. So Loudmead are responsible for 410 children in care, the majority who live with foster families and a small number living in residential centres. They continue to provide support to all of these children and their parents during this very difficult time. And they're working on an emergency foster care plan as the current crisis will potentially have an impact of foster care availability. So they're still, you know, working in that area. Uh, Domestic, sexual and gender-based violence services. They provide free and confidential services, emergency shelters, legal advocacy support groups and domestic violence education. There's a number of services and they are the Women's Aid Helpline, which is a 24-hour helpline. Their number is 1-800-341-900. The Rape Crisis Centre National Helpline, which is 24 hours as well, is 1-800-77-8888. The Drahada Women's Refuge, 041-9844-550. Women's Aid Dundalk, which is 042 9333244 The Women's Refuge in Mead, which is 046-9022-393. There's Men's Age Ireland Support Service and they are 01 They also have an email, which is hello with a capital H 
at mensaid.ie and then there's the mail advice line which is 1-800-816-588. And if anyone missed any of those numbers we will have them at our reception here as well. Listen Fiona, as always, thank you so much for guiding us through all of that. Not at all, you're very welcome. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 